Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Stargirl Podcast. I'm Lizzie, and I'm here with Angie, and we are going to talk about the fourth episode of season three titled The Evidence. And I just want to start by saying the way Stargirl is like laying out its case is kind of boring. Go on. What do you mean? I mean, I just... Are we? Are they really laying out its case, or am I just in Sylvester's show now? Like <laughs> I am tired of this man's issues. Uh, and then, as I was uh, watching the episode, I kept thinking, like, well, maybe he's just gonna end up sacrificing himself for Pat or something. And I'm also caught myself thinking, well, get on with it if that's what you're gonna do, because I'm tired. Yeah. Um... I I just don't we've talked so much about this already so it's like what what other new point could I add to this other than I guess we finally have the answer to why he's back from the dead and it's thanks to Cosmo it's the staff the staff gave him cosmic energy that it took him 10 years to come back from the dead I guess so if that's true, right? Let's play out this scenario. Right. Was he like, like, but was he like, did he just crawl out of his grave? Like, how did that logistically come to pass? Yes. Yes. There's the, there's the practical logistics of how he actually like crawled out of his grave. But also, like, if this is true and the staff has these like magical healing powers, right? What does that mean for other dead characters? Like, could Cameron ask Courtney to bring his dad back? Can the staff heal Grundy? Can right. what about Henry Jr. Our boy Henry Jr. Is there a possibility for him to come back now? Like, is anyone really dead on this show for real? No, or is it? Does it only heal the people who are using it? Like, is it gonna heal Courtney? Can Courtney not be killed now? Oh, that's she a, is two point two. Channeling the energy just as much as Sylvester, and maybe it's a he used it for longer. But like, is he gonna start at least healing faster, or something? That's a good question, and something we have to explore. I mean, I I would hope so because if only Sylvester gets the perks, I'd be mad. Even though Courtney's super nice, she's like, oh, but you like, I mean, and. I, I didn't expect anything different from her because, yes, Sylvester, use the staff instead of getting killed should have been obvious. Like, you shouldn't have needed a teenager to go, no, use the staff to avoid getting killed. Like, honestly, okay? Um, and I, I, I get that. I guess Sylvester's trying. He was, like, bonding with um, Pat. Like, he... His relationship with Pat still, like, annoys me to no end. But they tried to widen the circle a little bit. They had a boys' night. Uh, it was kind of funny for a little bit, at least, I guess. Well, I've it's, it's interesting to me that they keep talking about him being a mentor. But he's also, he also has a suit. And he's also like going, like he hasn't truly passed on the mantle. So he really is in like this weird middle place that just has to get wrapped up. Yeah. And then also, is he really doing any mentoring? All the kids have learned from him is what not to do. 
It's like, you got to start, like, setting a good example because at this point, like, Rick did not need any more bad ideas. Rick and Jolanda. And we saw Jolanda's mom this episode. Oh, right. Yeah. And, which, I mean, it was a long time coming, but also, really, are you, like, does the mom really believe she's working all that much? Because, I mean... It's yeah. just like, how can you, how is she managing to be out late at night when the, when she's presumably not working at a diner and her mom is that strict? Like my parents would have figured that out real quick. Right. Like any POC parents would have been on our asses <laughs> about that. It's like, you're lying to me, girl. I know it. But also there's like the little detail like, oh, we're having a realtor come over. Does that mean they're moving? Like, are they leaving Blue Valley? Right. Yeah. It, it feels like set up for whenever we finish with this first arc of the season and Sylvester, which can we get a move on? Again, I'm tired. Um, <laughs> just Then everyone's just doing like, because Sylvester keeps doing not so smart things and then no one is checking on Mike and Jaquim. Like, seriously these kids are gonna get killed because no one's paying attention uh because pat is babysitting sylvester and God, just like why the detail of like oh we have to go check it out but we'll need to ditch pe that lets you know just how young they are it's just they're babies babies god they just need to be in their like gym clothes running laps, not running around in the underground of Blue Valley. Yeah, not that Blue Valley is, I mean, Blue Valley is a weird place. Though I will give it to Beth's parents. Like, I will give it to her mom. Like, she's trying now. Um, it's kind of cute, even though she's not very good at it. And the, the parents of the JSA should have really had a meeting of sorts. To sort of like straighten out there's like what's gonna happen here because they are just stumbling all over the place but yeah um the way that she got beth's mom got a reality check about how dangerous superhero life can be i think that was important and they but it kind of shows you just how like clueless they are about this whole thing like their enthusiasm is very naive right and we haven't brought up the fact that um, one of your favorites came back for an episode, though. Doctor Midnight, like the original. Oh my god! I was wondering when we were going to get to Doctor Midnight. Sadly, and... he was not wearing his suit. No, so I he know wasn't. that was really sad for you. I I was actually really sad about it, but I was happy to see him again, and I'm glad. I'm very glad to hear that. He's doing well with his son, whose name is Stanley. He's a very cute little boy name. And he, like, because he has a full life, right? And, like, that's what you want from your superheroes. You want them to, like, yes, they're heroes, but you also want them to have a full life outside of their superhero-ness. So I guess he was meant to be, like, the counter to Sylvester, trying to, like, find himself or whatever. But, yeah, I'm tired. Yeah, but, like, it, it's also sort of weird. Like, you've been mourning your friends. Your friends died, and that's been the thing that defined your life. And Pat didn't think to call this dude before. <laughs> like, I'm 
Dude, just for a quick visit earlier. Like, it, it wasn't even that hard for him to come. No. And also, like, I thought he was going to be more of a mentor to Beth. Like, is he at least, like, sending emails or something? Like, what's going on? <laughs> That's a good point. And, like, Pat's, Pat's whole thing of, like, oh, you do have a family. And it's us. Like, we're right here for you. <laughs> so... This is obviously an audio podcast, but Lizzie is rolling her eyes so hard right now. <laughs> Look, I am so, so tired of Pat Dugan being so kind. Like, like I, I will need you to get mad at some point, Pat. Like, right, because you have a right to be mad. You've had a right to be mad at Sylvester. And you've, every second that you've been given the chance to let out that anger you've responded with kindness and i love that about you i appreciate it but get mad i i think that that's frustrating to me and also i am similarly frustrated at courtney although she kind of gets a pass because she's a teenager like we've all been there but man i was talking earlier about naivete and is Courtney being really naive or incredibly naive for thinking this situation with Cameron is going to have a happy ending. There's just, right. there's no way. Right. She knows about the grandparents. He has his powers now and she isn't like, okay, I should have told him about being struggle before, but I definitely need to tell him now before someone else tells him not just that, but that I killed his dad. No, she's just like, I'm going to help him with his uh, artistic endeavors here. That's all I'm going to do. Like, I am more worried about Cameron's soul. I am more worried about you not getting killed by him once he realizes. Courtney, priorities here. I know. I know. I, the whole, like, him making art through, like, the whole beginning, actually. Like, the beginning scene of, like, the snow globe and then the also how he um like blasted the ice or whatever and created snow and all that it reminds me a lot of like edward scissorhands in a way where like this is how you can express yourself but also he's deeply misunderstood and right. all of that it kind of gave me those vibes especially like with the music so i don't know you know that's just me that's just my pop culture brain and that's the parallel i was drawing right away Right. And also, what are the grandparents waiting for? Like, why are they, like, giving him information? Like, obviously, they're trying to manipulate him. But, like, wouldn't it have been better to just give it all to him right away? Like, Yeah, I, I have no idea why they're holding back from him, really. But, I mean, the grandparents are, we already know that the grandparents are terrible anyway. Because they want him to, like, they, like, knew what their son was doing, obviously. So, they want Cameron to carry on the legacy so the legacy of wanting to manipulate people worldwide because wasn't that um his right, dad's what, icicles thing? yeah but like what was really icicles legacy like do they know do we know like do they realize that there's no isa anymore and that all the the former villains are now trying to be good so like what yeah. legacy like get specific here grandpa because i don't know why you would you want me to be like former villains the crocs kiss i mean they i wish i think the the crocs are the best part of this show right now i'm just gonna go on the record and say that because every time 
there in a scene, whether that's together or separate, it's it's the thing I look forward to every episode. The like Paula coming in with a taxidermy like raccoon. I was legitimately laughing out loud at that. That was so delightful. Paula and, and Barbara are so good together, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, in in this the scene that they have this episode where uh Paula's like, um, how has your boss been? He, all innocent, and, and I'm like, ha. Ah. It's it's just they're very good together, and then the whole thing with Sylvester and um the, the having a beer, the boys' night, and whatever, it it kind of really works. Uh, I'm sad we haven't seen as much of Artemis, uh, but it's it's we haven't seen as much of the kids. Like they've barely been. We've seen this episode. Episode four gives us a lot of Courtney with Cameron, and I'm glad I we needed that, and they finally got to kiss it has only been 57 years i know well also we made it like a full 10 minutes before we brought it up because i think that was the highlight of this episode right we we did good we we discussed other things before we turned to chips um (laughs) i just i it just it it, there was a lot of build-up and i'm glad they got there and they are actually really cute together it's just she had a moment there where she could have confessed when, mm-hmm. And he's, she's got, she had a couple of moments, and when Cameron was like, "Well, you can't understand because you're normal," that was it. Mm-hmm. That was the moment, Courtney. The moment that flew by. That was it. That was the invitation. Yeah, and it's not okay. She specifically didn't kill his dad, right? So I mean, I mean there ways, but, yeah, but there are ways to spin it. But now, like the moment has clearly clearly passed so who knows how it's going to be revealed i'm guessing creepy grandparents are going to reveal it to him at some point when it's convenient for them but wouldn't you're right like wouldn't it be more convenient to do it now right why are they i i don't i don't understand the end game there with the grandparents but i also courtney like i i understand that she's so good and she was trying to help him help him feel better and control his powers and whatever but like I think what she should have going be going for is your dad was kind of evil. So let's establish that and establish that you have these powers and you can use them in a better way, but you don't have to be your dad because your dad was evil. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, but how do you that's a it's hard to bring that up in conversation. Like even if he's like, "Oh, normal like you." And she's like, "Well, I'm not really normal because I am Stargirl and also your dad was kind of a jerk and like <laughs> it's just right. It, it, it is. It, you're right. It's a really hard conversation to have, but like, it's going to be worse that she didn't have it for sure. So, I mean, she could, I don't know, send Yolanda. <laughs> Yolanda would volunteer to do the hard talks for her. Like she's got friends there who really, really love getting in trouble. That's true. I feel like we haven't gotten, yeah, we haven't gotten a lot of Yolanda, Courtney, like being friends moments. It's more like they've been at odds for this season so far. So that's been kind of sad. Yeah. And then I, we know Yolanda has opinions about Cameron 
and, mm. and all of that. So the, it, it would have been nice. And they still can sort of bring Yolanda into, um, at least Courtney needs a friend to talk to. Because, I mean, she, I understand what we've had a lot of Courtney and Cindy. And, like, what the hell's going on with Cindy? And we haven't mm. even talked about Dragon King, but we'll get there. Let, let's just uh, finish the thought that uh, Courtney and, and Yolanda just haven't gotten that much. Um, because the show has wanted to focus on other things, but I think that was the first real relationship we invested in, mm -hmm. and and we need more of it. You know what I need is strawberry pants. Where did wardrobe get those fantastic <laughs> strawberry pants that Beth was wearing? I need to know. I I yeah, I absolutely love how Beth's wardrobe entire wardrobe often looks like nothing matches right like because it's a deliberate choice like yeah. and i i i would be the first to confess that i'm probably a little too old for the fashion of these I kids am. but but Beth's the whole thing is deliberate does not match and i, I kind of love it i respect it like the, the that that shows that you are a hero because you don't care about matching Right? I, I would person. never be able to pull that off. No. What were we going to talk about? Cindy? Cindy's and father? Dragon, Dragon King. King. You want to talk about Dragon King? <clears throat> no, not really. It's not that I want to talk about Dragon King. It's that I have to talk about Dragon King. Because, I mean, there was a moment from the beginning. And then there was a moment, obviously, in this episode. Before we saw, like, sort of the shape. Where, considering all the things that happened. Because you said it in, like, the first episode of our podcast. You said, oh, the when they Cindy was the suspect and they were talking about how, um, you said, well, it sounds like Dragon King. And it was like, oh, is Dragon King dead? Is anyone dead in this show? I don't know. But is it really Dragon King? Or was it Cindy? Like, what is going on here? Is it Cindy? Who knows? Because we know that she is slowly turning reptilian with her eyes, with her her arm is all messed up so is it her cells that they found right but also like the shape that they they showed us was bigger than cindy it was like a muscle hand like the felt and the it, it didn't feel like it could be her or maybe it is her as she's turning and then she's turning back um maybe it is part of the experiment uh, and maybe when she's in the other shape, she's got no control. So, so she maybe can, she's like a transformer. Like she can just do, 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 and then she just increases in size. I mean, it's either that or Dragon King is really bad. But like, I don't know how, what reason they'd have to really bring Dragon King back at this point. And like, right. and I love that these kids are like, yes, Dragon King is back. And no one is like, how? Everyone's like, okay, we are moving on, except villain is back. Let's go kill him. I'm like, hello, anyone asking <laughs> questions? No one likes to question how people come back. We know this from Sylvester. They're just, they just move on. Right, right. And also, Sylvester, does, does he not remember, like, crawling out of the grave? Like, how did this happen? Because it feels like, to me, like, in his brain, he just woke up one day in his bed. And that probably wasn't the way it happened, so... No, it was probably really traumatic. Maybe his brain is protecting him. I mean, I at least I'd accept that. But 
But yeah, I, we are the only people worrying about the small things like did Sylvester call out of his grave? What is Rick eating? Like, why are we the only ones worrying about the important stuff? <laughs> That's true. That's true. We we are the ones who are paying attention to the small details, such as and, Rick's apples and strawberry pants. Right? And, and also, like, going back to Rick, like, Grundy has to come back at some point. Like, we've seen that grave a couple of times already, so great. Uh, so, I don't know. It feels like there's so many loose ends here. And then there was a picture we saw this week, which... Shows a possible Titans crossover? Like, how and why? And, like, I don't I don't even know at what point or for what reason we were bringing the Titans in. I, Your guess is as good as mine. I have no guesses, so that's where we are. Like, that's where we are. Just, um, just not much yeah. to say for this, this episode. Just, yeah. <laughs> like, can we get just done with Sylvester? Can we just end? Finish this storyline. God. I just want more Crocs. I just, I want an entire, like, how this episode was kind of like Cameron specific. I want like a Croc specific episode. Just give it to me. I want it. Right. But like Cameron, like, also feels like a character that we have been promised for longer and then now that we're getting stuff with Cameron it feels like they just there was so much promise that whatever they were going to deliver still doesn't feel like we got enough because they've been building this up for two and a half seasons so now we're like is this all yeah I mean that kiss was really cute though I, mean, I think they, they told are really cute. well it was like a little like Disney movie they are cute I mean, really they're so cute, it's going to go bad, obviously. It is. Oh, 100%. Right. And then, and then this show, I mean, I I will say, I think this show has done a really good job of building an interesting narrative without having to rely on ships. I mean, we haven't even mm -hmm. seen Pat and Barbara in the same scene together, basically, the <laughs> entire season. Like, I know their marriage is strong, but come on. <laughs> like, they can... Barely talk to each like at least last season they when when they had worries uh, they had scenes together they have had scenes together but they haven't had scenes by themselves mm -hmm. um, I think in the first four episodes uh, so yeah the show is not relying on ships um, it's not really giving us anything with Beth and Rick which we feel we felt they were setting up for a couple of seasons so now I don't even know yeah it's it's kind of been lost in a way because other than that car ride scene i think in the previous episode we haven't really gotten much from them right so i don't know and then i feel it's because we've spent so much time on sylvester and like i'm sorry joe miguel but your beard is not the superior beard and you are not the superior holder of the cosmic staff so your beard is not the superior beard. beard the things that we end up saying on this podcast, you would just and never And we didn't hear even talk about any of Dr. Midnight's body parts. <laughs> oh, oh, man. See, and we are not going to because I think I don't. we don't have anything else to say. We talked I'm, about Dr. Midnight's body parts a lot last time. I've. I feel like we have covered it sufficiently. 
unless he unless we see him in his suit again i might be struck by like poetic inspiration perhaps but we would have to wait okay so i think that's it you can visit stargirlpodcast.com for all the latest news about the stargirl show follow us on facebook and twitter at stargirl podcast as well Subscribe to Stargirl Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. And while you're on Apple Podcasts, hit us up with some five-star reviews. Don't forget we are part of the DC TV Podcast Network with podcasts for all the DC shows at dctvpodcast.com. Follow the network on social media at dctvpodcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Last but not least, subscribe to our mega feed on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. DCTV Podcast has its own tea public store, so if you're interested in DCTV-related merchandise, click on the link in the show notes and get some stuff. It does help support the network so we can continue to make these podcasts. And if you have questions or thoughts about Stargirl, you can email us about, about at stargirlpodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter. See you next time. Goodbye.